there is this research that needs to be done when you're thinking about how and where you want to operate a business. Not only are we curating the best a city has to offer, but we're creating our own original content around it. The weird thing about entrepreneurship is people think that to be an entrepreneur, you sort of have to like jump up on the table, kick a stapler across the room, and then say, I quit. I think that most people that start a small business don't want to be a small business forever. I know I don't. I wish more people would just ask, like, why can't I do stuff Well, hi, and welcome to Your Business Matters. I'm Mark Hager. We're back for another show here. We've been uh, into this uh, coronavirus crisis conversation here the last couple of shows. And uh, my guest today, um, longtime friend, uh, longtime co-host of Your Business Matters, is Steve Frank. Steve, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm doing okay. And Steve and I are, um, you know, we're together apart, as is the common phrase now, so... Um, we're recording in separate locations, so forgive us any uh, technical imperfections that may come about because of this setup. But but we're here, uh, and Stevie, I, I guess you, you know. You first of all, you're doing okay. You say um, you're surviving the the lockdown. I'm surviving the lockdown. I, I kind of go back and forth between an introvert and an extrovert personality, so I, I'm able to adjust pretty pretty easily to either one, really. You're, you're a personality chameleon. Yeah, that's me. Okay, you adapt to whatever's going on around you, huh? <laughs> nice. Okay, well, that's good. Um, so you had uh, recently published um, you know, a little article or something about uh, innovation, and I, I read that, and I thought that it was very timely, Um you know, get, kind of given the set of circumstances that we find ourselves in now, with uh, so a lot, a lot of people kind of looking for what they can and should be doing next. So I think that uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's, uh, that's the the reason I wrote that. Uh, it, it's it's an article about some techniques that can apply at any time, but right now when people are searching. Uh, it's even more apropos. So the, yeah. the the title was Six Steps to Conceive a New Business. And the idea was simple. It's like, what can I do to positively contribute to the, the viral situation that's going on here today? And it's like, well, I know a little bit about this entrepreneurship and innovation side of things. So why don't I just kind of outline what steps you could take if you're displaced? Yeah. Or if you're, if maybe you're not displaced, maybe you're a business owner and your business has to change. Right. Maybe maybe you can't operate bricks and mortar anymore, and you have to try something else. Right, and we're certainly so, seeing uh, a lot of that too. I thought I'd do my part to try to explain a little bit about how to do that. I think that's great, and I and I for one appreciate it. Um, I, I share Good. your desire too to have some kind of creative outlet. Um, and, and to be contributing. So I think, you know, content creation is part of that. And I think that's, you know, we're doing that here on your business matters as well. So I certainly cool. can relate to all that. Very good. Well, let's talk through some of this then. Um, the six steps to conceive a new business. It sounds easy, doesn't it? It six does. Steps. If I knew there were only six now steps, I would have started a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so first of all, let me just say that this really kind of covers the very upfront conception part. That's why that, that one word is there. Uh, and there are really two parts to it. The first part is discovering and exploring, if you will, what are the problems that you could solve and coming up with 
whatever it is that you're going to address in your business. What's the problem you're going to solve and how are you going to understand it completely? Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole second part that says, now, once you know what that is, what is the solution that you're going to create to come out the other end with a, uh, a, a wonderful solution to these problems? Just because you under, understand a problem doesn't mean you have a great solution. So, right. so I'm, I'm going to try to show some techniques for both. And of course, we're seeing we're seeing an awful lot of this right now. This uh, this idea that necessity is the mother of invention, um, because we're we have this you know this massive global problem, but it is also revealing problems you know everywhere, smaller problems and you know whether supply chain related, employment related, how money moves. I mean, we're finding we're seeing a, a, you know problems. Every problem is being exposed now. You know, you and I. When we've done your business matters in the past, I always said, profit hides a lot of sin. And it's, yep. you know, times like these reveal all that sin, you know, so. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but. So uh, I, I kind of organized this into three different, or I, I should say two different groups with three steps, hence the six. So let's, let's start talking about problems. Uh, uh, I love the phrase, uh, a problem worth solving. Uh, and to me, that means a couple of things. It means doing something that's perhaps going to make an impact in the world or solve a great problem for a customer or a customer group. But it also kind of means doing something that you as a founder of a company uh, enjoy, are interested in, and want to work with and are passionate about. Because, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. if... if if those two things don't come together, you know, you're going to, you know, either, you're either going to fail because people don't understand your product. You have, you're not addressing a problem or you're going to fail because you hate it because <laughs> you're right. not passionate about it. Right. And I, I think that's a terrible life. It's like, I have this great business. I hate it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that would be, that would be a terrible life. Yes. I uh, agree. And so the first step is really to kind of explore that world and starting with uh, looking at your own community. Could be a peer group, uh, could be a, your industry if you're already doing something in a business, uh, uh, could be whatever it is that gathers your interest. Uh, maybe your, uh, uh, your community or people that are your fellow gamers or sports people or People would follow some particular special interest group of some kind. Uh, and, and you're really going to ask yourself three questions, no matter what the community is that you decided you want to work with and make better. Uh, what's broke or needs fixed? And then, of course, who suffers as a result of that? Or, number two, what's missing? And who suffers as a result of that? Or what injustice is occurring and who suffers as a result of that. Uh, so hmm. at that point, uh, Mark, you were going to say something. You know, I, I just like that. And one of the things I see, the, the third point there about the injustice, it reminds me um, of just, you know, someone saying to me that, you know, that they always look for, you know, who's being left behind. That, you know, in their entrepreneurial efforts and, and their community building things, they always say, I, I always look for who's getting left behind. It's a, and you would not, it's Travis Sheraton, actually, 
um, from uh-huh. St. Louis. And so Travis always says that. Yep. That's you know part of his uh, motivation for everything he does has to do with who's being left behind. That I think that speaks to that. What's the injustice that's happening there? So kind of right. like I, I like that there's, notion. There's there's nothing better than a crisis like we're having right now to suss some of that out. Mm-hmm. You know, all the all the little safety nets are going away. Uh, right. So right. the idea here is to brainstorm and come up with just as as many ideas as you can that answer any of those three questions or whatever community or communities plural you want to look at and and create a, a big ass long list, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's not, not uh, when we've done this in the past, we ask people, uh, when I've done this in the past, I've asked people to literally be silly and stupid at times because I want them to be able to think very openly. Yeah. Uh, tell them that I mean, it costs us nothing to cross something off a list later. It, right. I mean, never, this is kind of that stream of consciousness thing where it's just whatever, yeah, whatever comes yeah. up to say it. And, and if nothing else, yeah. it gets bad ideas out of your, out of your brain. <laughs> it <laughs> makes room for the good ideas. So absolutely. Uh, and if you're doing it in a group, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and by the way, uh, if you are a company owner who needs to adjust, do this in a group, do this with your people. Right. Uh, right. And this will work. So, the second step is simple. Now we're going to start to narrow down the problems. Uh, and we want eventually to get to one, uh, the, the problem that's worth solving. So uh, this, this is going to sound really corny, I think, but uh, I just score ideas. On, uh, I, I use three criteria. How passionate are you about this? Is it something that I truly want to fix? Uh, Impact, will it, Will if I fix this problem, will it make the impact in the world that I really want to make? Uh, and then doability, which could mean a lot of things. Uh, but does this seem like it's something that I can do? Even if it's a little bit of a stretch, do I have the skills? Do I have the knowledge? Do I have what it takes to be able to address this problem? Uh, so basically, I just... You know, you can use any scale you want, but I love sure. to do like one to four. Uh, and so I list all the problems down the side of the page, and then I list those three criteria on the top, and I just score each one. Uh, and the the step that comes after this, well, let's let, let's just continue on with this one for a little while. They're going to narrow things down. And your first instinct is going to be, well, I'm just going to total up all these numbers and see which are the, the, the big scoring numbers, uh, which is totally not the way to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this may sound a little counterintuitive, but at this point, look through your list, look through your scores, and everything that gets like a totally bad score on, say, passion or doability, just cross it off. It's like, I'm really passionate about this, but I... I do not have the skills to make a new 747. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. cross that off. Right. Yeah, uh, I think, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but I think that um, in, a, in a time like this um, that we're you know, currently experiencing where there's limited resources, uh, that affects that doability side becomes really important, right? Because something that was Very. doable 30 days ago 
may not be doable now, just from a resource standpoint. So. So the way I work this is that I'll go through and just start crossing things out. Uh, well, I'll look at the impact side, or the or basically I look at passion and doability first, because, like I said, I hate to do something that I would hate to do the rest yeah. of my life. Right. And and if I just can't do it, I'm just lying to myself. So uh, eventually, I want to bring this down to two or three ideas that stay there and get decent scores. Uh, and then I'm going to do the third step. And the third step is really simple. Uh, it's not, again, it's not to count the numbers. I mean, we're going to forget about the numbers at this point. The totals aren't important. Uh, at this point, you're going to look at, you're going to stare at those two or three ideas and say, which one basically intrigues me, what calls to me, which one speaks to my heart, what speaks to my soul. What do I want to do? Uh, and you're going to make your decision on kind of a qualitative and instinctive basis. Because if you're not, if you can't be drawn to it that way, then hmm. honestly, why do it? Is, is there a point there, Steve, where uh, it, it's good to bring in someone else uh, outside of your team even? I mean, you know, to bring in maybe that objective third party or... Um, you know, a spouse or somebody that, you know, may have a different perspective on you, maybe not, not even necessarily the idea, but, you know, just in looking at that short list and saying, that just seems like you, that, you know, one stands out to me. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Okay. I, I, I think that can be very effective. Uh, when, I've, when I've done this, mainly I'm, I've been working as a coach with other people. And so I, that's often been my role. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, to bring other people into the room, sometimes you even want other people in the room that will help you brainstorm uh, because they'll have ideas that you never would have thought of. Uh, but I, I, I think I'm going to give a qualified, I think that's a good idea to listen to what other people have to say. But when it comes down to it, if you know in your heart it's wrong, don't do it. Oh, yeah. If you know in absolutely. your heart it's right, right, do it. Yes. So what you're going to end up with is one that you're going to pick and then some others that are also RANs that you could keep just in case, right? Right. Uh, and and the, you notice that we haven't done the usual trick of starting with a product solution and then trying to invent a market for it. So we started with a problem. We narrowed down the problem that we want to work with. Uh, and now we're going to talk about how we solve that. Sure. Uh, that's the second half. We're going to do essentially the same thing. Now you're going to brainstorm products or services. Uh, take that one problem you're going to solve. And now I want you to brainstorm every way possible under the sun that you could make money. Products you could make or sell, services, stuff you could resell, buy and resell. Uh, uh, things that you could sell that would only solve maybe a very small part of that problem, but would get you in there. Uh, mm -hmm. So things that would be like the ideal ultimate that the people that you're solving the problem for, the people suffering the injustice would, would really want. Uh, just all sorts of different questions that will help direct you to uh, uh, 
try to brainstorm different ideas. You'll, yeah. you'll kind of go into a fugue state if you ask only one question. If the only question you ask is, what could I make? And it's like, oh, crap, too many degrees of freedom. So right. I, I like to narrow it down, and the article calls out a few ideas, and you could certainly add to that. Oh. So Good. Uh, we're back to the same drill. We opened the world up again. We came up with another big, long, or as I would like to say, a big-ass list of stuff. <laughs> uh, and now we're going to go back into narrowing ideas down, right? Same thing. You already know how to do that, uh, scoring in a little spreadsheet, uh, passion. And in this time, instead of impact, I'm going to say what I really like here is the word sustainability, because I want you to be passionate about what you're going to do, what the product idea is uh, or the service idea is. And I want it to be sustainable that you make money. Uh, and I want it to be doable. So those three categories again, or those are going to have three categories again, but there are, one of them is different. Instead of impact, now we're going to judge, can this thing make money for you? Hmm. Uh, fairly important thing, huh, Mark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to interject something there, right? <laughs> well, it's got to it's gotta go. It's, 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 it's certainly got to go there. So I think that yeah. as, as I think about passion, uh, you know, a lot of times when when I when I when I've done this, it's been interesting to. You know, well, I'll give you an example. Uh, long ago, when I was working with the co-starters program at uh, ArtLink, yeah, uh, I worked with uh, a fellow who was an artist, who literally the week before his final pitch was due, came up and said, "I really don't know what to do. I don't know what to make." <laughs> I don't know what to sell. And we went through this exercise of what's the field that you like? What are some of the ways that you could uh, kind of skip straight to the product in this case? Uh, and what are the products or services you could sell? We brainstormed actually together. I helped I help do it too. Uh, and uh, came up with something that he prototyped in a week and wowed everybody at the demo day and was excited about doing. Uh, uh, and so I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's literally in, important to think through the, uh, let's, let's say the, the different ways of uh, how passion affects you. Because when we looked through mm -hmm. his list, it was clear at the end that all of these would have worked because they addressed kind of the market that he wanted to work in. All of them were in the right field, right? But then when we looked at each idea, it was like, well, that's just silly kind of work. I wouldn't really want to do that. But he got to the one idea and it was like, oh, this one is clearly it. This is the best. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I could do this forever. I love this. <laughs> uh, and then finding a way to make money. And we knew it was doable for him. So that's why I think it worked out so well. And he was so passionate about it. And that's why he kind of killed it with the little demo day. People could sense that passion within him. Uh, so, again, you're going to just do what, uh, uh, what, you, what you know is right. You're going to eliminate all the really stupid ideas, the ones that score really, really low uh, on one element or the other. Uh, 
I mean, it, make, I don't care how passionate you are about it. If it doesn't make money, then you better cross it off. Uh, and the same with doability and just same with any of them, really. Uh, so now we're going to come down to the, the final step. So you already know what that is, <laughs> just like before. It's, you've got a couple of ideas. Normally by this time, you really know the one that's on the list. Right. And, you know, you could close your eyes and point to and say, dang it, this is it. This is perfect. Uh, and so that's what you do. You choose it. Start it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, pick up all the other processes that are available. If you're in Fort Wayne, there, there are all sorts of resources that will help you get a business off the ground. Uh, if you're in whatever city, then I'm sure they have the same sets of resources or um, just differently titled. But uh, there is no lack of people who will help you start. The hard part is figuring out what you want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just go ahead since, um, you know, we have this, you know, an awful lot of people who are sheltering in place and, and you know, kind of working at home. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, maybe the next step would be like some sort of validation, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So I've, I've developed this idea. I have a passion for it. I know I can do this. Um, there's probably no better time than to start trying to get some level of validation. Uh, yep. And yep. how I, would one I, do that? I, I, I guess I bring that up because um, for an awful lot of people some of the mistakes that we see you and I have both seen is for an awful lot of people, they view the next step as let's go buy something. Let's go commit to office space or let's go buy, you know, inventory and start making parts and let's, or, you know, it's like, wait a minute, there's, there's one more thing we can do to minimize your risk. Make a logo. You can, (laughs) let's make a logo. No, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the way I think about it. And, and the lines blur here just a little bit, quite honestly. Uh, uh, sometimes you want to, uh, if you're going to be not sensitive to time and want to be like really, really thorough, once you've determined what the, the problem is that you want to address, at that point, I would step in and I would go off and I would just start talking to people that were in that field or in that market, customers, not right. resellers. But uh, uh, talk to a bunch of people, find out aren't we, about you know what are the problems that they're facing uh, and understand those in their terminology and understand the deep nuances. Uh, during my innovation consulting six years uh that is exactly what we did as we were out there designing quote next generation breakthrough products unquote yeah uh and uh it's it sounds like a yogi Berra quote but it's like it's awful amazing what you can learn if you just start asking people uh yeah and uh so doing uh, a few hour-long interviews, one-on-ones with people to go into depth about, show me how, t- I think there's this problem out here. Uh, is, am I way off base? And and just talk to them about how they experience it and how they feel it. Let them talk to you about it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, is honestly, in my mind, the kind of validation work that we did when I did innovation consulting that is much different than the way the lean startup movement does it. The lean startup movement wants to create a solution first and then present that to the customer and say, does this work? And in our innovation work, we wanted to understand the problem like really deeply and do right. a really deep dive into that before we actually created the problem. Yeah. Uh, problem. I, I'm sorry. Before we created the product right. or the service, this, the solution for this, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think validation really starts there. Uh, so I, I probably could have rewritten this and put an intermediate step in that says, okay, now well, that you know your problem area, go go understand it better. Well, I, of course, market research is paramount to to success, no matter what, no matter where you are. Right, I mean, it's a paramount to startup success. It's equally important to existing firms' success, and, and you know, understanding the marketplace is, to me, the definition of a successful business. Because if you can, you know, if you have this sense of what your market is doing, then you're positioned to actually help them. And so, I don't, I don't know that it necessarily has to fall. I don't know that it's linear. Right, it's an iterative process. Um, I, I think it's great, you know, if you have the luxury of time, as as you kind of alluded to. To say, well, I think I've figured this out. Now I'm going to go talk to some customers. But if we're sitting here talking today about, um, you know, trying to help people get to market a little faster, then I think it's perfectly acceptable to work through this process. Um, and you know, it's a little bit of a mix of what you were talking about with lean startup and your experience in innovation. And that is, you work through this process, and rather than go just talk to people about this potential, the solution that you've developed, go see if there's actually a market for it by attempting to sell it. You don't have to have the finished product to start making it available in the marketplace and let people come to you and say, yes, I would pay for that. You say, well, okay, but it's not available right now, <laughs> right? And we see yeah. this in the startup environment, uh, as you said, but um, uh, you know, a lot of these products you see on infomercials and stuff, they make them you know, after the orders come in. You know, sure. they, don't, they don't have a warehouse full of this stuff. And so there's really, you know, you can sort of straddle that a little bit and save the resources, save the resources of money and time um, and just you know, try to go sell your product and see what the level of interest is. You know, kind of let, let it prove itself out that way. I think that's a, a good way to go about it. If you have a base, at least good feel and understanding or decent feel or understanding about your, about your market. Uh, uh, where I think some of the more in-depth work is more important earlier on is let's say you're doing something that's brand new and it's, 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 it's a field you really haven't sold into yet. Uh, and we see, I, I saw that a lot as I was working with entrepreneurs uh, and they came up with a wonderful idea that was going to work with some particular market uh, and honestly didn't even know who some of those customers were. Yeah, yeah. So, so partly inserting that, uh, uh, that go, talk, go dive deep step is a very non-threatening way for them to go start to meet customers if they are entering into a brand new field. Yeah. And uh, if, if they're not, then... I agree. Just you know, go give it a shot and call your buddies that are your good customers and try it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Well, there you have it. In less than 30 minutes, we've gone through the six steps to conceive a new business. How about that? Just that simple. You know? It's just that simple. Absolutely. <laughs> so we like that. But really, you know, again, and, and I mean, this works, as you said, it works in any environment. Um, yep. And it works if you're thinking about a side hustle or if you're thinking about a main hustle. Um, this process works equally well. Um, it, you know, in in better times when we were we, we, when we would be allowed to sit face to face, this was is a great way to do like a startup weekend type environment, right? To get a group of people Absolutely. together and you absolutely could yeah work right through this over the course of two days and at the end of it you have a product there you go right? and you could be out yep. trying to sell so well steve i can't thank you enough for taking time out um i know you had the time so this let week. me tell them where they can find the article oh gosh i'm sorry yeah absolutely so just for just for care yeah and also um you know make sure you get some contact information in case somebody <laughs> uh, wants you to help them brainstorm so basically if you uh if you're interested in reading the article, there it's published in two places. Uh, at my website, which is stevefranksinnovation.com, stevefranksinnovation.com, you'll find a link to that article on the homepage or on the front page. Uh, Great. And and at that article, uh, it's also published at Medium. You can, I publish other articles at Medium. Okay. Uh, so medium.com uh, forward slash at sign SW Franks. You can read a bunch of things that I've, uh, that I've written. But uh, on, cool. on the website, if you want to click through to the story on my stevefranksinnovation.com website, you can also then download a version, a PDF version of this if you'd like to read it at your leisure. Yeah, I think that'd be really helpful to anybody. Now, cool. if, if they um, go to your website, can they also contact you through that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I you can reach so. me at Medium, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, the usual suspects. Steve Franks is everywhere. That's what we're here. <laughs> Steve Franks is yeah, everywhere. Maybe. Maybe. Well, again, Steve, I, I so much appreciate your taking time and sharing this with us. I think that it's, uh, you know, a good motivator for somebody who, you know, might otherwise be stuck or they're, you know, sitting around thinking about it, helps them structure the process for them uh, and helps them get their uh, thoughts arranged and move towards uh, something new. I'm very grateful for that. And I, I wish you well, Steve, uh, in these Thanks. uncertain Thank times. You. And be uh, safe. Yeah, absolutely. And to all the listeners, I thank you for taking time and uh, hanging out with us a little bit here. And I certainly wish all of you uh, good health, and I wish you well. Thanks for listening.